Hey, what's up, everyone? This is David Bell. Welcome back to the Pocket Mastermind podcast. My guest today is Jamie Martin. Jamie is the founder and managing director of Correct Careers Coaching. He's also an author and a podcaster and a speaker and many other things. Uh, we cover an awful lot of ground in this conversation from Jamie's uh, own career journey from mobile phone salesman to entrepreneur and now award-winning career coach um, amongst an awful lot of other stuff. We, we discussed the importance of documenting your achievements on your long journey, um, the power of goal setting, how to go about it, the importance of taking care of yourself and so much more. So uh, I hope you enjoy this, this episode. If you do, remember, uh, please leave us a review and subscribe and share it with your friends. Uh, and with that, let's get on with the show. So the big question is this, how do ordinary people like us that weren't born into money create true financial freedom, take back control of our lives and live a life full of purpose, meaning and fulfillment? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply and share the strategies that the wealthy know and use that the rest of us weren't taught to create true financial freedom. My name is David Bell and welcome to Pocket Mastermind. Jamie, welcome to the Pocket Mastermind podcast. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm very well. Thank you very much, David. Thank you for having me on the podcast show. Delighted to be here and uh, yeah, have a fruitful conversation. Yeah, welcome. I'm really looking forward to the conversation. I think uh, we'll probably touch on quite a few uh, hot topics through through the through the talk today. Um, but before we get into any of the any of the detail, let's learn a bit about your journey. Um, you know, we, I think one of the topics we're definitely going to be covering here is kind of like transition from employee into entrepreneur, if that's something that people people are looking to do. And uh, you've got quite an extensive background, um, so it'd be good to share that with uh, with the people listening and then then we can touch on some of the more specific topics and some guidance for for anyone uh, who's currently listening today yeah it sounds great and you know any any self-help advice we can give uh to the younger generations and you know current millennial workforce now and well everyone really um yeah would, would be great to share yeah great so let's let's learn a bit about you where where did your where did your journey start and where are you now what do you focus on so I suppose I've I've had a you know a good uh, career background and you know it's, it's I've learned a lot and built a lot of character over the years, and uh, I, I think I would you know what what what's you know have transpired to get to where I got to stay is probably from my mindset, but I think that takes time for everyone to really you know decide what your strengths are what you uh, need to develop further um having a good morning routine you know setting up your habits so so i'm sure we could talk about some of those topics uh, throughout but um I, what, my background really started in education um I, I completed college and went on to university and at university i did a psychology degree uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that and I think I was fortunate I did make the right decision to choose something I was passionate about and that is something I would say to anyone, uh, you know, looking to do further education is, mm. is definitely find a topic you, you are interested in. And, and don't get me wrong, there were some, some modules in, in that degree I found more challenging than others. <laughs> um, and there was others I was, you know, really excited about. And uh, I, think, I think if you're interested in something, naturally you're going you're gonna to want to learn, you're going to want to work harder and, and want to achieve more. So, you know, that's really, you know, some advice I would give in education. But I will say towards the end of that, I did actually, um, you know, I, I made an error and it's good to learn from your mistakes sometime. Um, I went to do a postgraduate certificate and at the time I was going to do, you know, even further than that and then go to a, a you know, a merit or um, a, you know, a doctorate. But um, I decided to stick with the certificate and um, I, I went to opt for forensic psychology. And after the first semester, I decided that actually that probably wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. And I changed to business psychology. 
Um, so as you can imagine, a bit of a pilada changing and getting you and trying to catch up. <laughs> um, but then I made the right decision to do that. And, I'm, and then I finished with the certificate because I think at that point, I really wanted to get into the business world after four years at university. Um, but during my time at university, um, I was fortunate to you know, start a career really in, in sales. I worked in, in retail at the very beginning. Uh, and then I had a two, two and a half year because I worked through sort of my uh, university program breaks um, uh, for a telemarketing business and um, I was put on the Vodafone campaign and uh, I always say when I do speaking if you can sell mobile phones you can sell anything. <laughs> I've, been, I've been down that route as well. <laughs> I sold mobile phones many years ago yeah. <laughs> um, only because you know it's, it's just you, you really got to be uh, determined I think and, and resilient which are really good mindset traits to have. Um, so but I enjoyed what I did and I did quite well and I just Side, you know post university and and you know good uh, stint I had with the business you know well what do I want to do next and I fortunately found myself um, in a media role so it was our sort of local newspaper uh, you know uh, yeah, and uh, online space they had um, and I really enjoyed that you know with regard to advertising it made me learn a lot about the business world the media world um, it being forever adaptable and you need to also be yourself quite innovative and and use different ways of building relationships and selling techniques to you know obviously obviously create the sales um, but you know more than that um, I, I found I found media fascinating because I do feel like you know you should invest in those areas because if, if effectively no one's aware of you as a business um how are they gonna you know work with you and 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 that's you know an area that everyone i think battles with in the business world about cash flow you know where to invest how how much to invest um, and i would really say probably about you know 10 to 15 percent of, of the the profits uh, the revenue the gross sales you make um because you need to keep generating that um uh, visibility and and cash flow um so i had i had a bit of a you know um you know a, a time with that company and and i probably would have stayed but i i was quite ambitious at the time being uh, uh so i'm a millennial so i was probably in my uh, early 20s and you know i was very ambitious very driven uh you know i, I was happy i did my degree and i kind of wanted to utilize it a bit more um, so I actually then um, was fortunate enough to work for a recruitment company, which was a global recruitment company, one of the UK leading uh, recruitment um, agencies. And I had no experience when I started with the, with the company. And so fortunate they actually, you know, really do look at your characteristics, your mindset traits during the recruitment process. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I went I, and I started with the with the business and and I think that was great for me because you know uh, for, for recruitment it is about trust no like and trust is that you know you know very renowned sales term mm -hmm. and it is about that you know if you're going to be recruiting someone for a business which you know it can be quite costly but not only just money you know time and resources and you know the like the knock on effect it has within the business to culture yeah. And um, so for me, having a background in psychology and a grounded in sales, like in telemarketing and media sales, uh, I felt, you know, it helped me to, you know, to build a career in recruitment. And uh, I had six, about six years with the business and, and I really had, um, you know, a really great time. Um, but don't get me wrong, there was, there was certainly an emotional rollercoaster during that time. Sure. Um, it's a challenging environment, isn't it? It is. Uh, I don't know if you've done any recruitment yourself in your background. I've got. Uh, well, I've, I've definitely worked with recruiters quite a yes. lot, and uh, I also have got some friends who run a recruitment business. Ah, fun. Um, so yeah, I, I get to. I get. I've get. I've. I've had the privilege of seeing it up close um, quite a lot. So yeah, it's definitely definitely a challenging environment, and, yeah. and quite often in in circumstances like we're in now. Um, you, you, the the market the market tends to flow in the recruitment business either it's a it's a the recruiter's market or it's a candidate's market and uh, you've got to, you're you're the guys in in the middle of all that um, that's going on so you've got to try and uh, accommodate the both parties which is uh, always challenging. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You've got to be sort of uh, very malleable to, you know, the 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 environment, the business environment. So that means you need yourself need to do your own research, your own due diligence, um, and make sure you are aware of what's going on, specifically in the the, the industry sector or maybe level of personnel you recruit for. Um, but yeah, you are right. Maybe don't quote me on this one, but a lot of people do say that uh, recruitment is being one of the hardest sales roles to do. So um, <laughs> uh, I think I'm glad um, I, I I was I was I was uh, you know quite uh, successful and achieved a bit in a few areas so um 
rather than telling about the full six years, I'll just give you, you know, a, a few achievements I did. Um, because I think for anyone, you know, listening to this, you know, after like a period of time, whether it's, you know, uh, for education or whether it's you've, you've moved on from jobs or whether it's just like, you know, a personal hobby or project, you should really take the time to reflect, um, you know, and, and, and realise what you did achieve during that time. Because, you know, many things do take a lot of years um, and also a lot of hard work um, and efforts put into it. So you should look back and reflect and, and reset to say, you know, this is what, um, you know, uh, capabilities I've developed and, and what can I utilise moving forward in, in your next passion, shall we say. Um, so as I said, you know, at the beginning of recruitment, I had no experience. So I started on a cold desk. So that means... Um, you know, you're not really given a, a, a warm client base. You are going out there doing sort of the cold calling, shall we say. And within my first year, I was the top newcomer within the Southwest and won an award and actually second in the UK for the accountancy division. Um, and bearing in mind, there is quite a lot of uh, um, employees within the, mm -hmm. the business, uh, which was really recruitment I worked for um so and then yeah my second year you know it's just nurturing the relationships and learning various different areas of recruitment um I moved internally probably about uh two and a half years in and I went to work on the sales division and you know during my time at, at Reed um I was very fortunate to have a lot of training and development and investment within me and I'm really uh, grateful for that um I completed a four year uh, recruitment course a management academy course I did an NLP diploma course and various other training and development courses there so I really you know continued on my um personal development and and I really enjoyed that because my goal at that point in my uh, career was was to get to managerial level um, it's what I wanted to uh, to do and achieve and I had a passion I think for probably from the psychology background you know understanding individual differences training and development and as I and I did the post um, graduate certificate in business psychology I learned a lot a lot about occupational psychology psychometrics so you know I thought that was quite useful in in the industry I was in at the time um, so yeah, I'm, you know, after a lot of hard work, you know, I was fortunate enough to become manager and, you know, it, it was good. And we, you know, set up um, also um, a new sales um, division. I set up a new sales branch uh, later on and recruited a sales team. And, you know, I think from, you know, being quite a, you know, a, a good recruiter and doing well, by yourself and you know you know what you need to do to achieve that and then managing a team and also recruiting it was you know it, it was a lot of hard work and you know because you're also learning uh, you know providing training and learning to you know uh, consultants who have had also you know not much experience in the industry mm -hmm. and I suppose the way I you know went to you know do that was you know it provided you know case studies and testimonials and achievements of you know what I, I, I did do so you know it is it is believable um, you know, anyone going into a sales related role, you know, it's it's always like a lot of prerequisites you're trying to live up and the market just change, especially if there's like, you know, any, you know, we, we had Brexit during the time I first became manager. So it was quite, you know, a tough time to recruit. And obviously now we're, you know, we're all experienced the pandemic. So the recruitment industry also is having a knock on effect. Um, but anyway, you know, uh, so, um, you know, towards the, uh, you know, the six years later, I, I, I you know, recruited, um, you know, for various different types of industries, probably over about 20 sectors, uh, all different types of personnel, right up to COOs, sales directors. I even recruited an international role in Germany, uh, FTSE 250 companies. I was a record holder and, and like I said, I won awards. And, you know, it, 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 now I can like look back and talk to, uh, say, I do I tell people about the experience when I speak, but also tell them, you know, the journey I had. It wasn't always just, you know, fantastic. There was a lot of, you know, hard work, a lot of hours I put into it. And, you know, and, and you know, time, months where, you know, the, the sales wasn't where I wanted it to be so you know you have to go through that journey in any career I think um but yeah I had I had a really great time and I learned a lot within the recruitment industry and you know now what I do in my own business I'm glad I had that experiences of you know being able to change industry talk to all different types of personnel and work with various different types of sizes organizations because you really learn a lot of how to build relationships so go on I was gonna say well then what so what what was it that after a period of time was it i think yeah there's yeah you've touched on quite a lot of good things that i think we can definitely i'd love to come back to again in a minute um and I, but one thing i'm quite interested in after you know six years in that business what was it that made you decide you wanted to go and do something for yourself 
Yeah, it's, it's a good question. And, you know, uh, and I do get that asked quite a lot because obviously I probably would have stayed as, as long as I could uh, and yeah, to probably director level because I know what I'm like, you know. Um, but around that time, um, sort of my life changed in some areas. Um, I have a, a family member who, who wasn't too, isn't too well. And I suppose you start to look at life as a, as a wholesome, you know, I, I worked probably at that time about 10 years in, in, in business to business sales. I worked uh, hard on my degree and, and various other projects I've done. And I've written a book, for example, and that was quite a chunk of my life. So I, I used a lot of my uh, younger years to really um, achieve these goals that I wanted to do in my life. But then I found I spent a lot of time um, uh, away from, say, you know, family, friends and my, and my own personal life. So I think at that point I decided you know I was naturally working a lot myself not because the the company made me but because I'm just such a driven individual and I just had to kind of look at the work-life balance I had um so I decided to to to, to leave the business and you know and, and leave in you know in a great way and just say that you know I just wanted to really have a have a career break which I did I had four months off which was great um I went to did a little bit of a you know my own traveling and I, I did some you know for my different hobbies like tai chi etc so just to have a bit of a, a you know a relaxed relaxation time and during that those those four months I decided okay so what do I want to do next and I suppose from you know uh, my education and you know setting up an, uh, your own branch in a recruitment industry it, it is like kind of running a mini business shall we say I always kind of felt myself as a bit of an entrepreneur and I really wanted to investigate that area of, of my um myself and challenge myself in that area and decide to set to maybe now is the time to set up my own business and you know anyone looking to do that i think there is a few elements you do need to probably have whether it's you know you know experience in the field you're going into um also you know some savings would be helpful because it is a lot of investment at the beginning of the, of the start of the business. Um, you know, but I took that, that career break to do some, you know, quite good, a lot of research on where I wanted to take myself next. And I also at that point did a coaching diploma as well, just to continue educating myself. And my passion really was, I think, um, sharing and uh, training others to, to perform better and succeed better. Um, like I had a career in sales. So um, I set up Correct Careers Coaching and, uh, you know, everyone always asks, you know, why the name? <laughs> is a, it's more of a brand perspective. I was thinking of um, the seven habits of uh, highly effective people by Stephen Covey. Uh, you know, start within the end in mind. So, in about you know five to ten year plan, I had initially I wanted to grow uh, arms pillars of the business. And I wanted to look at my message really is employee retention. So you would have the sales training side of it. Naturally, I'd be working with uh, you know all different sized businesses and the sales team to help them perform better as I did, uh, you know, succeeded in the recruitment industry, learning uh, different modern sales techniques, such as using social media, um, also looking at the full sales cycle and how we can improve on that in, in a bit more of a, a digital age and a modern world, um, as well as looking at, you know, because I was a millennial in um, in a corporate, you know, sort of company, uh, middle management, and I had a mentor, which was great. And I feel everyone does need some sort of mentor or coach um, to really support them during those times, you know, just to have a, a sounding body, you know, with, with um, an objective rather than maybe a subjective kind of, um, uh, you know, uh, response. And, um, and also, you know, to look at employee engagement, because I think employee retention is a really big um, focus of mine. And where that, um, that those values and, uh, you know, passions come from is, you know, I really enjoyed what I did in the recruitment industry, but I was recruiting a lot for sales individuals and you would hear loads of different reasons why, you know, turnover of, of sales professionals were leaving. I mean, in my uh, six years, um, I probably recruited over about 60 uh, different individuals, at, you know, mostly in, in sales, but, you know, some in the finance and accountancy as well. And um, I thought to myself, OK, so I'm, I'm hearing a lot of reasons why people are leaving. Why not look at, you know, how we can help with the training and development of um individuals within the business you know looking at employee engagement maybe looking at you know career coaching and that that was the reason why i set up the business and over a year later now i've been running correct careers coaching and i've just recently won two sales training and uh, sales strategy awards um which is really really uh, delighted to receive that congratulations Thank you, David. Really appreciate it. But it just goes to show, you know, the hard work, it, it can pay off. But don't get me wrong, that that journey in the first year was very challenging. So, uh, so yeah, here I am now. And, um, you know, I know we were, we were talking before this, the, the, the 
podcast, um, you know, about other areas you, you do in business. And one of them being, um, I am a voluntary enterprise advisor for the careers and enterprise company. And that is looking at helping younger people, you know, with, with career guidance and advice. I think, you know, if we look back and when we were, you know, in, in secondary school or maybe even college where we set up for the business world. And if you don't want to pursue a career in academia, you know, do you have the right tools, knowledge, resources uh, to, to, you know, to go into business on your own uh, in collaboration or, you know, even, you know, uh, progress uh, within in, 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 a, in a big size company. Um, yeah. So, so that, that's really where I am. And uh, yeah, I think, you know, from, you could probably think, you know, from the different elements I've had in my background, that has helped me to run a business now and also be very adaptable, uh, especially over this year we've had. Yeah, I, I think there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of great stuff. Um, I'd love to come back on on some of these, some of the points that you, you made along there, and some of the things I picked up that you've done in your, you, you, you've, you've gone through in your own career that I think is worth calling out for anyone listening. And um, one of those key things throughout your career, there's been a theme of continuous learning continuous development and i think it's important to 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 call that as one of the the key things out because for anyone listening to this now what what gives you the greatest opportunity uh going forwards in your future is is how you develop as an individual how many more what skills are you adding into your own uh, arsenal so that you when when you go out into a marketplace whether it be to start your own business or you're looking for a new role that you're moving forwards on each time each time you do that um because you have now have the skills to do that what what do you think it, is that just something that's always been in you to kind of continuously grow and develop and, and keep learning yeah i mean for me yes uh, i've always uh, you know been been fascinated about continued learning um probably from a personal development side i would say um but i also see the value it provides i mean you know talking about my university at the start i didn't actually go on to do a graduate placement but i really think my education and the transferable skills i could you know use from education to the business world really helped so i'm certainly glad um i spent the four years doing that although it cost me quite a bit of money <laughs> um but you know I've... i think of all of the transferable um, degrees psychology is one of the better ones and particularly when you then moved on to do business psychology and occupation anything that's kind of applied particularly in the psychology area is everything that we do all day is psychology right the 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 way we're communicated to and the way we communicate all involves psychology and i think if if there were if there was one of the kind of like sciencey degrees that from my own personal perspective i'm very interested in psychology i never i never actually studied this it formally but i've studied it informally if that makes sense yeah uh, because I, I, it's fascinating right how to watch how the how humans um interact is in, is an entirely psychological process uh, all day every day and everything that we do yeah, a hundred percent. I think that's what fascinated me about the um, the subject, really. And you know, I mentioned about you know understanding individual differences because you know um, I think there's a, 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 a we're tabula rosa in philosophy. We're all we're all born with a blank slate. So how do people develop the way um, they are, the personalities they are? And that comes re really from you know everything from child psychology, but all the way up to the experiences we have uh, throughout our life, really. But I think you know even from a training and development perspective, which is why I decided to pursue my business and career in that area was because you know everyone has different learning styles you know whether you've got visual auditory kinesthetic and it's about understanding you know you you may um deliver in a certain way but is is the reciprocant or the uh, the trainee understanding it and processing the information in in their own right and my dissertation was actually based upon um, memory processing um of knowledge familiarity but i use sound distraction as as sort of the other element but during that time learning a lot about memory was really fascinating because if you're not really sort of um processing the information and you know you know whether it's like you're writing it down or whether you need to have time to reflect on it or whether you like you know you're more of a, an auditory listener or whatever it may be which is why you know podcasts like your pocket mastermind is fantastic because some people would prefer to listen to these types of um mm. uh you know learning new stimuli and, and they can really process that information and 
I think that's an area, you know, whether we investigate that more with the, the Generation Z or even in the business world is, is absolutely vital. Um, you know, you, you, you can do e-learning courses or, you know, some people prefer to do activities to learn. And that's what really fascinated me. And I think one other reason is because I actually do, uh, not many people know this actually, but I do actually suffer from sleep. And I know, you know, that's a big population out there who also suffer from sleep. And, you know, I did a little bit of study on sleep, but only minimal within psychology because it was for me, uh, my own passion was like, well, why, why is this happening to me? You know, how can I help that, uh, you know, that, that side of my, my well-being, um, and, you know, self-actualizing, you know, re reality that, you know, I, you know, it's affecting me in some areas, you know, it's hard sometimes when you really have a bad night's sleep and, you know, trying to run your own business or whatever you do in the day. Um, so to understand a bit more about that and, you know, I suppose if you went on and become a sleep specialist, then you, know, you would find out a bit more about it. But, uh, but I didn't. So, yeah. So, that, so yeah, I agree with psychology. And and I think the other, the other note to touch on about, you know, learning, I would definitely encourage anyone, whether, you know, it doesn't matter what business you're in or what level of uh, your life you're in, you know, definitely, you know, continue listening to podcasts, um, you know, uh, looking at, you know, YouTube videos, um, you know, uh, educational um, TV, and also reading a lot of books. I do a lot of reading, especially a lot of business reading. And I really think it helps because you're effectively learning from others who have had that experience or that journey and they're sharing that information like we are today effectively to help others. So if the content is out there, why not continue learning and helping yourself in those areas? And books are cheap. Uh, you know, whether you read them physically or listen, use Audible or some other format for ingesting the information, um, it's important to think, to remember that when formal education ends, it doesn't mean that you stop learning and stop growing. It's, gonna, it's what makes a difference. And your horizons and your own, um, your own ideas are based off of the knowledge that you have at any given time. So the more you can feed into yourself the more ideas and different perspectives you're likely to to have um, and who knows where that will then end up leading you but i think if you you can make your world a lot bigger through the use of of books and like you say youtube and uh, online courses there's plenty of ways in which you can self-educate and i think it's very important to try and keep that growth process going you know the saying is that everything in this universe is either growing or dying well, if you're not learning, um, then you're not moving forwards and you don't want to be in the in the dying category, in my opinion. I think you've just touched on Einstein's theory of uh, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what we've got to realise now is that, and, and I think, you know, why, why my business is doing well within the social media side is because, you know, the, 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 the business environment, the world has changed, uh, e you know, even before this year. And we do need to, um, because, you know, the millennial generation, you know, uh, 1980 to 1995, and the Generation Z post that, they are actually brought up in that digital age, utilising social media. And, I, and I've written an article on um social media um, and, and the way millennials buy because I thought the buying behavior of millennials is very fascinating because that then can apply to the business world not only for a training and development of um, onboarding uh, staff at, at that generation but also if you're a business and you want to and they're your customers which a lot of them are because a lot of them are in business nowadays and setting up their own companies so you know and one of the things were that you know um, I've, I've got a, a statistic here that 75% of millennials actually do research the company or or maybe the the um the the, the salesperson or, or the the owner of the business on social media before deciding to buy the service or product from them. Now that is fascinating because I, I think a lot of any anyone would probably you know when you're going to buy something on Amazon or um or other sites you do read ultra proprietor etc you do read reviews because you know you want to see what people have said and um you know also you want to have a good experience whether that's going for a meal or a holiday but to, to understand that you know if if we're talking say a business uh, transaction with service or a product and you are being researched on social media now if you as a person or your company is not on social media and they're not utilizing it then will will one of your competitors be the the, the option of choice and and that's why i found out that um that series I, i've written as, as an article series as blog it's on my uh, linkedin profile if anyone wants to refer uh, back to some of those articles was really fascinating um and i'd also give you an example of uh, you know speaking about continued learning so you know i, I really um, appreciate being on your pocket mastermind um as a guest today david but i was also a guest on another um show in the summer a better hr business and um 
we did a podcast episode and and Ben he approached me afterwards you know we had a great conversation and uh, he you know he, he focuses on uh, you know support HR businesses and business growth in that area and obviously I do, do selling and, and selling techniques and social media and he said to me he said you know do, do you want to collaborate do you want to synergize and create an e-learning course and you know at that point I was like absolutely yes because I see the value of of you know, learning in different areas. It was on my sort of goals list, uh, shall we say, to do. But I, I didn't acquire the technical abilities to be able to do that at that point in time. So working with someone that I didn't really know, and we've, we've just created over the last um, couple of months, an e-learning course, which has been launched last week and already made sales. Um, so we're delighted because it just goes to show that, you know, from like you said about if you if you're not you know exploring and investigating other areas you're not continuing to you know mm -hmm. challenge yourself and improve i probably wouldn't have been in that situation and you know that could that could be you know an absolute different journey and venture for me moving forward so hopefully david we might create something after this show you never know <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. the other thing that you touched on as well is the recording and taking time to recognize your journey as you've gone along and where you have grown and the achievements you have you have made because i think um you know you'd have, i'm sure you would have seen this through your recruitment career that most of us really only take that time to reflect when suddenly we need to produce a, an updated cv and it may have been quite a long interval between the last update and the one you're now making and i hear i've heard it a million times i don't have any achievements i don't know what to write all of these things will if you if you were if we could get better at being in the habit of planning and recording against our plans on a regular basis we'd suddenly have a document that we would be able to use on a regular basis that would um, help us to recognize the growth and the achievements we have made um, and it seems to me that something that you've kind of naturally done along your journey as well um, David, that is an absolute great point. So uh, my advice to everyone, if they take one action point away from listening to the show today is really do write uh, your achievements and successes down throughout your career, because you naturally, I remember we will, we will forget things or we'll forget the finer details. And like you said, if you are, say, for example, changing jobs and you're trying to remember all what you've done in that in that in that time you've had with that business, you know, you might not remember all the details. And I remember, uh, you know, I was, I was in a group and I said to someone, you know, tell me one of your achievements. And, and she told me what it was. And I said, is that on your CV? And they said no. And then I said, so if I didn't ask you the question, how would I know? And as a potential employer, if you don't see that information transparent, you, you know, that then you actually might not get even shortlisted to the interview stage. Um, so it's absolutely vital. I don't know where that has come from me. You know, personally, I'm quite an analytical person. You know, I, I do investigate um, psychometrics quite a bit. Um, you know, there, there are, I've, I've tested myself in quite a few of them, actually. And I'm, a, you know, an affiliate of also one as well. But I actually think, you know, maybe from the psychology background, it's really good to know your own strengths and limitations. And, and I know that I, I prefer to write a lot of the stuff down. I'm analytical is how I read is how I um, research and it's how I remember information especially you know when doing the exams in uh, during my degree and I think that's probably where it naturally come from that I just would record you know my achievements along the way and I would say that that if I had to put you know one element down to why I did achieve it it was what it was that reason because it's not about saying what you tell people you have to show evidence of that and that could be your recommendations on LinkedIn it could be your Google reviews it could be your case studies and case studies highlight um, successes in, in uh, you know statistics and numerical format so if you can present that to someone whether it's you're going for a job opportunity or whether you're going uh, you know you're you're trying to you know work with a business you can you can provide evidence of, of what you can do what you've achieved but what your customers say about you and naturally i think it's 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 about what people say about you when you're not in the room is probably the most powerful um business relationship uh, advice i would give nowadays so yes you know definitely write things down and there is a there is some statistics out there to say that if you write your goals down 42 percent of them are more likely to be achieved so david do you write your goals down Yes, 100%. Well, there you go. <laughs> One thing I also learned, I can't, and, and I forget the uh, the study, but I think it was it may have been Yale did a study quite some time ago that found only about three percent of people have goals written down. Mm, yes, yeah, and there was uh, the Harvard one, you know, uh, talking about that. Uh, I think it was actually probably Harvard, if they're all similar yeah, to that one as well. Been. Yeah, and you know, you're right, and and the, the ones who did were certainly the 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 top uh, earners at the end of it as well. So it's hardly, it's hardly a surprise as a correlation between what they yes. the, the the top one percent and then three percent having goals written down, right? So 
and then you have surprisingly 40% attainment rate um it all seems to start it all starts to add up so i think the the first thing that everybody needs to do is really start to think about goals and it's something when it just it's it's a process we're not taught at school and and the number one thing i hear when i talk about setting goals is i don't know what i want and i don't know how to do how to do it and uh, i don't know what the process is uh, and that's the stumbling block and and i think we get caught up very much in um in in the in the in the in the finer detail and <clears throat> ultimately stops us getting anything done and you know probably my advice here and i think one thing worth touching on is in the current climate there's a lot of a lot of people are adversely affected um and through that there may be a requirement for some people to change the direction that they were heading in uh, maybe the direction they were heading in wasn't conscious in the first place maybe it's you've ended up somewhere and now you're faced with a you know i've got to change the first first thing i'd recommend and, and it'd be good to get your thoughts on this is start to think about and it sounds like this is something you did how do you want your life to look rather than focus necessary on specific things that you want focus more on the picture the vision of 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 your life and it sounds like that's something that you did when you were working flat out for a recruitment company and you started to take stock and say actually how do i want my life to look yeah some really great points there david uh you know there there are a lot of uh startup um uh business um advisors to help uh, businesses, uh, you know, and, and there's the, the education system, you know, also, I'm sure, to give people a good start on, on their journey. And that mostly is a conversation around goals, as you, as you touched on. And I think that's because if you don't have uh, written goals and, and set goals, what you want to achieve, whether it's in, in a 30-day period um, or in, in, in a year's time, then it's kind of like, you know, uh, what, what, what are you working towards? And I, and I find that you can easily lose track a bit then. And, you know, we, 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 I say something called resetting. So, you know, each week, what have you done that week? What worked well? What didn't work well? What, what, what did I want to achieve that week? Does that, does that work into my, uh, you know, one year, three year, five year goal plan? And I, you really need to kind of look at that and have them visual and be able to adapt them because naturally the business world, the, 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 the education world is adapting all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right, you know, we need to really identify what, what our passion is and, and, and make sure we know the journey we're going on. Yes, naturally that will change along the way. It has many times in my career, I'm sure for yourselves as well. And sometimes we do things at the time, which we look back and think like, you know, was that the right decision? But <laughs> at the time it, it was, you know, what we felt like we wanted to do then. But yeah, so I suppose when I was in the, um, I, I found on recruitment by opportunity. Uh, it, I didn't necessarily knew I was going to go in that direction because see, uh, you know, probably much to my parents' dismay, you know, why didn't I become a psychologist after after four years of, of you know, studying and working hard and, and the investment I put into it. So I, I naturally changed from education, but then my passions were to go apply it into, into business. Um, and, you know, once I was in the recruitment company, I did know at that point that I really wanted to be a manager. That was my goal. And, and, and I worked at the steps I took in that in that role were to become manager, which I did successively become. And I'm glad, you know, I knew what I wanted, because if I didn't, I probably would you know have, have worked as hard as I did or or made a choices I did at that time so you really have to you know probably I would say a bit of self-reflection time and you know whether that's you you, you know you, you do that often and you you know you, you work with say at a well-being and resources like meditation or, or you work with a coach um, or business advisor or, uh, or um, uh, a career guidance advisor whatever it may be but you really need to think about what your passions are because like i said at the very beginning of this you're naturally going to be more interested in pursuing but i also think you you definitely need to identify what you're good at and play to your strengths and what you need support with because then you can work out what resources you need to help you um develop those uh, capabilities in that area but yeah without your goals written down are you are you going on the path you want to go on and i think we'll we'll leave that as a question mark to the listeners out there <laughs> I think it's a it's a great question and we should all ask and I think one of the one other thing to consider is is if you're not sure exactly what you want write all of the things down that you definitely don't want and Brilliant. that that starts to get the things flowing because if you know exactly what you don't want then probably what you do want is likely to be the opposite and that could get the get the ball rolling and to start to think about well, actually if 
if we took all away took away all of the uh, the limitations that we see within ourselves what do we what would we do how would we spend our time who would be in our lives all of these kind of things and start to really build that that vision and then you can say well am i had am i heading on that path if not what do i need to do to correct course definitely a pros and cons list is needed most of the time <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly uh, so anyway so let's let's think about anybody who's like we said now you know sitting right now whether they're affected or otherwise and they're thinking well i'm not really I don't, I, you know, they've answered that question and they're saying, no, I'm not, I'm not on course for where I really want to head. What would you say is a, is, would be a sensible process to start thinking about um, if what they want to do is either, some, you know, a career change and remain as, a, a, you know, an, as an employee or whether somebody's, you know, maybe is taken by the, the romantic idea of being an entrepreneur or not, where would you start? I think the the first starting point would be to give yourself um, some space away from uh, you know the the, the job um, or, or the the education. I'm not I'm not talking for a long time. I'm just talking. You know, you, it's hard to really you know think about change because. Uh, change causes uncertainty when you're in the midst of doing um you know uh the, the role uh, or busy um you know like that's why you know, um presenteeism and burnout happens because you know naturally you're going to you're you're doing the job uh, day in day out but you're not really you know there there fully um as a cognitive perspective uh, because you know you haven't you haven't taken the time to have that um that well-being break so i think you know whether it's that you 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 just you know take a day off and just say that day i'm going to reassess Assess, um, you know, because obviously you're not happy at that point. There must have been something to say that you're, you're not happy, and may, maybe it's beyond your control. Maybe there is, is changes happening, especially right now, uh, you know, during the pandemic, um, or whether it's just that you, you you've changed as a person, you know, and you know naturally, we, of course, we change, uh, you know, over years. Um, so I would say, you know, first of all, find that bit, of, you know, that that free time for yourself, and then I would probably start, you know, I think we, we you know, we, we touched on probably probably a pros and cons. This would would be a good way to start, you know, to make it quite um streamlined you know what what do you like about what you're currently do doing now what do you not like about what you're currently doing now and of course there are other elements to 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 think about before you make a decision you know because you know whether it may be financially whether it may be uh geographical whether it might be you know um you, you know other other elements you know responsibilities that you have but i think naturally if you if you do find your list is probably more cons than pros then then that is a time for change and the reason is because the most important person in in your life is you and your well-being may suffer if you are not fulfilling uh, all areas of your life and you know yes change can be scary and and yes obviously as i mentioned it, it can be a palada some things um but you've got to think about the end result the journey you will take will be tough um but but when you get through that journey and you you come out the other side and and you know if it was a right decision or you know or certainly a different decision if you didn't explore that area in the first place, you would never know if that would make you happier. And, and I think that's probably what you need to do is, is, is my best advice with that. Uh, but, you know, one thing I would say, and this is probably from when I was, um, you know, doing, uh, doing um, a mock interview for uh, the younger people um, during my um, uh, uh, enterprise advisor role is that, you know, it was great to see passion and uh, enthusiasm for what they, what, career um job they wanted you know where they wanted to get to and another some of the questions i would ask is okay so do you know the steps you need to take during that journey and 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 they wasn't always 100 percent sure so so you know my response was okay so that's what you firstly need to do so go and do your research you know look online look at what this this career your desired career entails do you need a certain education do you need a certain um experience in a certain area do you need a, a qualification um work experience whatever it may be and all also, not just, you know, research just the steps you need to do to get to there. Speak to people who are doing that role um, or that job at that point in time. I don't, I think a first-hand experience of someone who is, is where you want to be or, or say you were changing jobs and you wanted to go into a different industry sector, speak to someone doing it and you, you can reach out to people. It happens to me all the time on LinkedIn and I'm happy to give, you know, you know a little bit of time to help anyone with just, because I've been given some time and I really appreciate that. So really go and 
talk to someone doing it and then find out what it's actually like. And I think when we, we talked about at the start, you know, a, a slight discourse between education and business, are we really prepared uh, for, for the business world? And I would, wouldn't say all the time, yes, because, you know, education, you're learning the theory. Um, and, and I suppose unless you're doing an apprenticeship, it would be slightly different. But are you actually practically learning and what the environment's like, what, what, what um, skills and capabilities you need to have to be successful in, 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 in that role? Um, so it's really about having a mentor or coach or just, just reaching out to someone and speaking to someone, you know, what is it actually like? And then if they tell you what it's like, how they got there, that's really going to help you in your decision making um you know is that the path you want to take yeah i think that's great advice and then i'd, I'd also add on to the side of that is you know one element of what of your life is what you do to earn earn money right and i think the other element that you've got to really focus on where our fulfillment often comes is is our sense of freedom and our sense of you know meaning what 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 are we what are we contributing i think sometimes we think oh how do we how is it possible to uh have a fulfilling and meaningful career and do something that i really love and make money from it because i think there's a the belief that you, what you what you enjoy doing and what you can make money from doing are two different things but actually you look at the most successful people on the planet and they tend to be doing stuff that they really enjoy mm -hmm. um, and so you've got to try and f find that and i think you know whilst you're looking at what do I want to do and then how do I do it really looking at the foundational skills that, that's going to that's going to help give you that freedom if you can able to manage your money then you'll be able you'll be able to go, do a lot more with less it's not about getting loads of money and then coming up with a plan build the plan and then the money follows and that gives you the stability uh, if your if your health isn't in in great nick and like you said about um, struggling with sleep, and I've definitely had the problem with st struggling with sleep over time. Mm. When you're tired, it's harder to perform. It's harder to be disciplined. You know, you've got this list of things that you've got to do, or you've got to fit in uh, education or a side hustle or whatever it is alongside what you're, you're already busy, family and all of these kind of things. It becomes very difficult if your health isn't, isn't uh, where it needs to be. And, and we've got to take responsibility for understanding what, you know, how what 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 makes us well what makes us unwell how do we how do we how do we stay in, in good condition uh and 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 then things like your how you how you how you process the world you know your psychology background um is key to this kind of thing right you you, you fully understand that how you know our experiences are our experiences but how we process them is entirely individual and and having the skills to arming ourselves with the skills to be able to handle those different scenarios and different experiences in a productive and positive way will make the difference between whether we you know hide our head under the under the duvet in the morning or whether we uh, address the challenges that come our way with a positive with appreciation that actually it's us it's us growing and so really focus on those those core fundamentals um of your own personal development alongside the skill and the knowledge um growth you know more of a, a vocational side of things is what i would certainly add to that yeah, uh, some great uh, follow-up points, and, and I quite agree. I mean, if you look at the statistics, if we talk in the business world, that 57% uh, of uh, absenteeism is actually due, due down to stress, um, and and the stress is usually caused by, you know, you you not being fulfilled, you you being anxious, um, you know, the, maybe the the work you're doing um, or the situation you're in is isn't isn't quite right for you, and you know, naturally that's going to have an impact on your personal life anyway. You know, having having the time off and you know. The, everything else that comes along with that so yeah it, it's like you said it's a, I, I, for me advice would be to to really focus on you your personal development um but you know also you know there, there are a lot of research resources and people out there that are willing to help so take those steps to to identify what it is you want and and then yeah go for it why not you know you've got to weigh up and do your due diligence but at the end of the day you you've got one life so make the most of it what a great way to to end that that, that section on before we uh, wrap up because I know we're we're coming close to time um, I want to put uh, a few standard questions to you that um, everybody gets the pleasure of uh, being interrogated with and get your your take on this so the first one of these questions is uh, do you have a morning routine if you do uh, what is it uh, what kind of benefits have you gained and, and 
what led you to create it? Uh, I do, uh, David, and I hope have you got one as well. I do, yeah. I guess <laughs> brilliant. I do. I have to say, it does evolve over time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one thing to one thing to remember: you don't have to set your morning routine now and then just go through it painfully for the next fifty years. <laughs> if it doesn't work for you, you got to try different stuff. Definitely, but I would encourage everyone to have one. It really sets me uh, up for the rest of the day. And uh, even Richard Branson uh, puts his success down to um, actually working out, and I'm sure that comes from in his morning routine as well. Um, but for me, I do follow something called the Miracle Morning, and this is by uh, an author called Hal Alrod. Um, and I would say anyone who's uh, you know interested in, in a morning routine, do go and research this. He's got a fantastic story of why he set it up. Um, but for me, you follow six habits in the morning, and you can tweak the time you spent on these habits. It's all about setting your habits and and doing them often because naturally it becomes routine um, but the six habits of the miracle morning is is uh, an acronym called savers um, so basically you you wake up you be silent or you meditate so you're, you're really sort of like we said sort of self-actualizing yourself in the morning you know what you want to vision for the rest of the day um, affirmations so you, you can speak this out loud or to yourself you know maybe what you want to achieve that day or you know speak aloud what you're good at that day psych yourself up if, you, if you've got a, a meeting or um, an exam to do um, and vision Visualization, you know, I did touch on this, but it's about maybe sort of, um, you know, having some sort of motivation board or, or written goals um, or, you know, just visualizing what, what's it going to look like when I achieve that. Um, the fourth habit is exercise. Um, and, and I do spend quite a lot of my morning exercise, but that does really give me a lot of energy uh, for the day. Reading is always great for your personal um, personal development. Um, so whether it's, it's it's business related books or educational related books, you know, definitely you know, learning, acquiring new information, new stimuli really you know helps your neurons and your brain process and get you sort of infused for the day. And and scribing. So again, doing your own writing as well. And whether that's uh, journaling or a gratitude list, definitely be grateful for things. Um, so yeah, pretty much I don't follow it. Say you know, like religiously, but most of the the time I'm doing it you know in that that sort of outset um, and it may adapt depending on the day or, or the length I do it but it, it's definitely helped me um, you know set, set myself up for the rest of the day that's amazing very very good very very good I think uh, the reason for asking this question is because so many people have different ways of, of starting their day and uh, for anyone listening you get to you know pick and choose the different mm. and I would say that those six things are probably the i can see why they're in there there's six core core things and and we may if you don't do them all every day they, they, throughout the week they um i would recommend having them in there as a minimal Definitely. Um, three books that you would recommend and why um, so I definitely, I mentioned this, but Stephen, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, an absolute must. Uh, he's got some fantastic habits in there. Uh, you know, I mentioned, you know, where I built the business on, starting from the end of mine. And Synergy is my favourite habit. Um, I, I'm not sure, or maybe yours is, but Synergy, working with others, collaborating is absolutely key to success. Um, another book I've read, uh, it was during my management career um, in the recruitment company, Crystal Maxwell, Lead Like a Guide, um, absolutely inspirational. Uh, you know, obviously it's about, uh, you know, his, his, his mountain climbing journey and his exploration he did and applying that to the business world. Um, anyone, um, it, it, you know, uh, looking to be a successful leader, probably over uh, the manager uh, concept, definitely should read that one. And I hope uh, you, you don't mind if I, if I cite self-promote my own book is that all right david <laughs> you wouldn't be the first <laughs> um you don't have to buy anyone but it's it's, it's a fiction and it's it's a sci-fi fantasy i've written called the anomaly crystal um and the only reason why i say that is because you know i've mentioned two non-fiction books which helped me in my business world but sometimes take yourself away from your day-to-day -day and just just read whatever genre you really want to enjoy uh, i enjoyed writing it and and to me it's just you know full of adventure and uh, uh, mystery and magic and yeah it, it's just you know you know, give yourself a break of, from the daily routine very good uh three people to either follow or listen to it could be podcasts it could be social channels it could be business leader it could be anybody well i'm definitely going to say david bow from pocket mastermind <laughs> <laughs> as one of them <laughs> 
<laughs> um, but for me, because uh, you know, I, I you know I'm involved in the sales environment. There, there are a couple of people I do follow uh, predominantly on YouTube. YouTube's obviously a massive, uh, you know, space um, to, to you know promote yourself. But Jeffrey Gittimer, he's known as the King of Sales. Jordan Balfour, uh, you know, obviously from the famous The Wolf of Wall Street film with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in it. So they are two fantastic, uh, top of the game uh, sales professionals. Um, but, you know, really someone who I think is very authentic and, you know, he, he's, he's fantastic, fantastic content and, um, you know, humbleness he puts out there is Gary Vaynerchuk uh, from VaynerMedia. Um, and he, you know, he's on podcasts, uh, you know, uh, Facebook, uh, you know, uh, videos, uh, you know, LinkedIn, YouTube, whatever. So, you know, he's definitely one to, to really, uh, you know, focus on, um, you know, learning from really. Suggestions. I, I would, um, Jordan Belfort's, uh, the way of the wolf, um, book is very, very good. And also mm. the audible version is good because he did the narration. So you kind of get the energy enthusiasm and slightly some ad libbing that isn't in the, the hard, in the physical copy. So I would recommend that. Um, three habits or disciplines that you've adopted and they're probably going to be part of your morning routine but if there's anything else um, so re repeating things is actually good for memory as I as I know but uh, yeah writing goals down please write your goals down once you you know decide on what they are and, and reset to uh, you know, follow them um, often, um, and you and you will achieve them. Um, I think for me, because obviously I'm you know involved in in selling, selling you know it can be tough sometimes. So having that kind of I'm going to say resilience uh, or grit, but also that drive. You know, for, find out what what you know uh, you want to achieve and continue the, the the strong growth mindset and energy to, to achieve it but that will naturally come with resilience and you know I probably the advice at that point is don't take it personally you know if we're talking about business sometimes it is just business um, but don't let that deter you from keep doing what you enjoy doing and and again from one of uh, Stephen Covey's habits uh, is definitely collaborating with others uh, synergy um, you know again I mentioned the learning course I worked with someone on a very other business ventures I've got and you know even doing you know podcast guest uh, shows you know working with others building relationships naturally support one another so synergy is uh, my third um, habit I would say lovely uh, three tools systems app services uh, you name it uh, that you now use all the time and you couldn't live without and you you know recommend anybody else looking looking to you uh, looking to check out or, or use it might help them in their in their you know daily organization or their business life or whatever it is so for a business to business relationship building uh, channel, LinkedIn, uh, over 30 million companies, 660 million members and 87 million millennials are on there. Um, <laughs> as, you could, yeah, as you could tell, I do teach that as part of my training, but no LinkedIn, you know, for, for, for me, you build relationships. Effectively, it's how we met David anyway. So, you know... Well, it, <laughs> yeah, which is a great story to share. But, you know, you know, LinkedIn for uh, the business world, building relationships, um, being visible yourself, but also, you know, identifying and, uh, and engaging with your customers. Medium is a really useful blog platform. And the, the millennial buy-in article series that I had written is also on LinkedIn, but I put it on the Medium platform. And I think anyone who's got a passion uh, and excitement for writing, definitely check Medium out. And you can see a lot of the uh, the good articles and content from various people around the world on that so that's something to to watch out for and this is really fascinating uh, you know i hope you may know this but not everybody does um there's sort of um a website called crystal nose mm, i've never heard of that there we go and i don't know if you want to share that in in the notes um david but oh. it's it's um you you can download it with the Chrome extension, um, but basically it lines itself to LinkedIn. Uh, you do get so many free credits, or you can you can upgrade and, and pay for the subscription. But it is is fascinating, you know, very very good uh, how they've uh, developed that. And basically, when you're speaking with people on LinkedIn, it gives you a bit of a synopsis about their their personality traits and characteristics, their likes and dislikes, um, and how to, you know, communicate with them uh, as, as, a, as an individual profile. Um, so definitely go try it out. Um, and, and anyone listening to this, do, do, do the, you know, the trial bit on it. And, uh, you know, you'll, you'll see, you know, how, how, how exciting that could be moving forward. Very good. Never, ever heard of that. Sounds like a great tool. Let's hope it's, let's hope it's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the last question is the, the trickiest of them all. Uh, if you could spend an hour with 
one person, whether they be dead or alive, who would that person be? Yeah, it, you know, that is, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know, 9 billion people currently in the world, but, you know, how, how many people, you know, previous to that is a very tricky question. But I'm going to say Winston Churchill, um, not only because he led our country to victory in the Second World War, which is fantastic news in <laughs> the UK, um, but um, I would say, you know, he was an excellent speaker. Um, he, he really was able to engage and and people aspired to be led by him and I'm actually just going to finish with one of his his quotes um, and this is just you know for memory but success consists of walking from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm and personally I think that speaks volumes and probably sums up our, our, our conversation today that you know there you, know, you are going to have successes there are going to be challenges but as long as you can keep your passions your interests and your enthusiasm um, you, you will walk through the journey of life and, and, and make it a successful one. That is also one of my favourite Churchill quotes. It's, uh, uh, fantastic. Very, very very good. Jamie thank you very much for your time and insight. Where can people track you down uh, if they want to learn more or connect with you yeah uh, just to say thank you for having me on the show david i really enjoyed the conversation and hope there's a lot of value to the listeners out there uh, for me i you know love building networks and i'm happy to chat to anyone who, who wants to speak further about what we discussed or my own business um but you know uh, my company is called correct careers coaching com so you can check out the website but i do like to connect with people on linkedin so if you just search for jamie martin it's got bsc uh, ons next to it and uh yeah happy happy to connect with you lovely jamie like i said thank you very much for for giving up your time um really appreciate it been a very enjoyable conversation so thanks Thank you so much for listening to this conversation. If you enjoyed it and you'd like to hear more similar episodes, head over to pocketmastermind.com where you'll also find the links mentioned in this conversation. And if you haven't done so already, please leave us a review. It will really help us to get our message out and let more people know about these episodes. So leave us a review, leave us a rating, hit the subscribe button and please share with your friends. Until next time, thank you again for listening.